0: The Sand Geeks, 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 the Sand Geeks. We are the Sand Geeks. Hello, Geeks. It's good to have you for episode 95 of the scent Geeks podcast. As you know, we are proudly sponsored by the excellent Kajal Perfumes. You can find them at kajalperfumes.com. There's a link in our Facebook group for you, The Scent Geeks Podcast, and a cheeky discount code, GEEKS10. will give you 10% discount. And make sure you enter the, uh, the giveaway because you can either win a full bottle or a discovery set. You just need to go to Kajal Perfume's Instagram page, find the Scent Geeks post and repost that, read all the instructions, do whatever you got to do. They're great prizes, a great brand. Okay, with that said, time to introduce my partner in crime. It is the ever-wonderful Steve from Frags to Riches. Steve, how the devil are you, mate?
1: Uh Not too bad, mate. Not too bad. How are you? How are you? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, doing all right. How, Had a I, I, nice weekend how was your yeah? How was your acting job that we mentioned last week? Just how did how did it go? Was that fun? Was it good? Yes, on, good time on set. Uh, it was it was brilliant actually.
0: I was sort of I, I did it and I finished it and I thought hmm, I just want to do this forever. It was it was so good. I, oh, I just get such I a buzz that. out of it. Um, I have a little story actually um, to to tell you, but uh, I will uh, I will I will tell you in a minute. Uh, okay, but first, cool. before that. Um, how are you Steve how, how was your week your
1: weekend are you well yeah, rested yeah not too bad not too bad I've got a, I got got a good I'll tell you when we get to the what you've been wearing section I got a good compliment this week uh, on a fragrance so yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you that in a little bit but other than that yeah not too bad um, what I've done this week and um, usual really bit of family stuff um, met some friends for some brunch uh, this morning which was very middle class um, other than that yeah not, not too much to report um, right. travelling again for work this week so yeah be a nice nice break from the family to be honest after the weekend it's <laughs> yeah, but... a good thing about traveling from work isn't it yeah i, I was in the hotel exactly. last
0: week and i was thinking ah, oh, this must be how steve feels when he gets away from the family <laughs> it's, it's good isn't it it's good <laughs> yeah it is nice yeah um all right so i i do need to tell you my, my little story about uh about what happened in birmingham but the reason i'm, I'm not uh, telling it you just yet is because i want to uh, get some opinions from not only you steve but from our guest would you believe it This week on the St. Geeks podcast, we are joined by the leader of FRAGCOM himself, Mr. Smelly. Hello, Mr. Smelly,
2: are you there? Hello, hello. It's about time. (laughs) Well, you've been turning (laughs) us down since episode two, uh, but finally you agreed to (laughs) come on. (laughs) No, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you so much. It's an honour and uh, great to talk to you both on here for the first time. Yeah, it's an honour to have you. Um, So how are things, Dan? How's your week been going? Great. Yeah, fine, thanks. Everything is fine here. It's, as we all know, it's that kind of Time of year when it's getting dark really early, and it's you've got to keep the spirits up somehow. Um, but yeah, I haven't been doing anything too exciting. Unlike you guys, I'm I'm a bachelor, so I, I don't have family to, to fill my days up. Ooh, and I've uh, been busy up. with the. the, the... I'm so, <laughs> jealous. <I'm> so jealous. <laughs> well, <mate. laughs> it's uh, there's there's pluses and minuses to it. Yeah. So yeah, I've been just just uh, having an average week, doing lots of different fragrance stuff, a bit of uh, the live streaming on the channel, and the usual video uploads. And a bit of exercise, I've got a slight injury, so I can't go running. So I'm on the exercise bike these days until that sorts itself oh, out. I know, what have been doing to is, yourself? Well, it's just, it's just a little bit of a, a sort of abdominal groin strain type thing that needs rest. So right. um, frustrating, but, you know, that's that's running. It, it, it's plagued with knee injuries and things like that, especially when you get into your 40s. So uh, be, be, uh, perhaps it's a good thing because the weather's a bit cold and miserable. So I'm on the old exercise bike every day. And uh, that's about it, really. Not too exciting down here in Kent at the moment. Glad to hear it's not an RSI wrist-related injury. That's uh, yeah. that's good to know. No, that's uh, that stands up pretty well to the. the, the <laughs> I was
1: quite impressed that um, Dan gets a groin strain in his abdomen. He's that's a big groin he's got. To be uh, fair, like oh, head of, head of, head well head down up. there. It's sort of down, well, well, low, let's say
2: lower abdomen. abdomen.
1: Yeah, your abdomen <laughs> goes down into down your
2: there.
0: groin. I'm I'm with Dan on that one, Steve. I, uh, yeah, that's fine. No, it go. Go.
2: It's something down there.
0: Yeah. Well, Dan, thank you for joining us. It's uh, it's really good to hear your voice on the other end of The line actually. Um, so, yeah. it's I'm really looking forward to what we're going to chat about uh, a little bit later in the podcast. But, what the reason I, I didn't want to tell my little story is because there's something there's sort of a little que- so it's this is sort of like a real life scenario. Okay, so here's what happened. Okay. So, I was working in Birmingham last week, I was staying in a, a hotel. And uh, I've got, I'm, so I'm doing my acting lines and I'm, I, I think it was uh, Tuesday night, I've practising my lines, got them all in my head, going through them like all evening. And I thought, I'm going to go out for, uh, treat myself to a nice steak. There was a nice restaurant across the road, so I was going in there for a, a table for one. So I left the hotel and, and uh, it's quite a quiet street that the hotel was on. And uh, but there's this uh, guy walking down and as I'm crossing the road to get over to the restaurant, you just hear this guy going, it's the fragrance guy, Fragmental. Hello. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? We gotta do, we gotta do this now. And he went, oh yeah, I watched the channel. Oh, it's great. Oh man, I can't believe it. Uh, can we have a can we have a, a picture so I had just <laughs> I had to stand there while he took a selfie a selfie of us uh he was a lovely he was a lovely fella um so he took his picture and um that wasn't enough he uh, he then started pumping me for fragrance information right there and then on the on, on the spot so he's right. yeah so he says um right I'm starting a new job next week. I'm like okay my like scenario mode kicked in I was like okay right Get back into scenario, frame of mind, quick, just snap into it, Chris. So all the training of, of all the last couple of years, like, really came into play. Uh, and so I was ready. I was ready for his question. Um, so he said, uh, "What? Well, I'm starting a new job. What fragrances would you recommend between the 30, somewhere in the 30 to 50 pounds mark? Not too expensive, but they smell great and work really well for the office. So I'll, I'll tell you what I what i said and then if you two want to chime in with with a recommendation for you know a um a good how how old was this guy? Uh so this guy i would probably say was somewhere between 25 and 35. Okay. Fair yeah. play. Fair play. Yeah. Fair play. yeah. Wow. So um because of a few little recent things in 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 my mind um the the first fragrance that sprung to mind as a, as a brilliant cheapie that's great for the office that i'm really enjoying at the moment is uh mont blanc's individual uh okay, so, fair, so fair. yeah and uh, and then the next one i get i thought you know what while we're doing mont blanc gotta gotta tell him explorer um a lot of people are oh, loving that and yes. i think it's just a good a really good work scent uh, and he seemed very happy with those recommendations, and then he let me go, and I went and enjoyed my my fillet steak. Um, Done. I'm, I'm going to put it to you: what if you were stopped in the street? Um, for, <laughs> for, first off, uh, and this may have happened to you, would it sort of wrong foot you? Would would you would you sort of be a bit phased by by it, and uh, or would yeah. you would you be okay with it?
2: Uh, I think it's nice, really. It's a good sign of success. Uh, it's happened a couple of times before. Uh, I think once was in a sort of fragrance department store so maybe it was a natural place that you would meet someone uh but yeah it's happened once to me in a car park too actually someone shouted out the window mr smelly so it's not i think it's a nice sign of recognition (laughs) when it happens i've never been they've never actually grilled me on fragrances i could see that that could be a little bit (laughs) annoying you know yeah Um, yeah. but you do it sounds like you were very nice about it so yes i think great when that does happen we all like that i think um do you, you want my recommendations? yeah give us
0: your recommendations
2: all right, uh, he's kind of he's he's you know he's he's kind of young, so I won't go I won't make them all old school. I think Dunhill Icon for a not too oh, expensive, good one. Shell. good all rounder. Yeah, uh, I think it's hard not to like that. Great prices, and you know, just a nice fresh scent. It's not massively strong. I I, I mean, although we all like to say oh we love beast mode, I, I do think you don't want to be really stinking out the office or whatever. Uh, you know, it could be a bit inappropriate. Smells too strong, so I do think restraint is good. Uh, so that would be one. And uh, although he might not be as old as me, and this is a bit old fashioned smelling, I think Boucheron Pour Homme, the EDP, is a beautiful uh, kind of citrus aromatic stroke fougere fragrance. Very classy and just a beautiful all rounder. Other than, do, Sorry, was there a price range for this? Or were it's we... somewhere in the region of 30 to 50, so relatively budget. No,
0: He, he didn't yeah. want to go silly
2: expensive. So Creed would be out of the question. Yeah yeah definitely uh other than that hmm i'm going to go i think Guerlain Eau de Cologne Imperial might just be within that price bracket if you're lucky and that's a sort of a bit like an a precursor to neroli portofino type thing and a classic eau de cologne that is inoffensive and i, I do I, I am kind of conservative in, in what i would wear in that scenario so i'd go Boucheron Poron, Dunhill Icon Eau de Cologne Imperial from Guerlain would be a safe bet. Good
0: choices. Dan, I am pretty convinced if someone just stopped you on the street <laughs> and asked you a random question when you're not ready for it, you would be mm. able to answer. I think you've uh, you've confirmed yeah. that. Um, Steve, how about okay, you? What, okay. what would you? It can be one fragrance or so it can be a couple, whatever you want. What would you say?
1: Um, the first one that comes to mind, mainly because I got, bought it recently, I've been wearing it, I mentioned it last week and the bottle's still on my desk next to me um, would be uh, Yves Saint Laurent, L'Homme, Old Team, um, that's just super safe, um, really fresh, light really easy to wear in the office very clean very pleasant to- I can't see anybody disliking that one um, and that's suitable for all ages so I'd, yeah I'd still stand by that um, another one I'm, ch- I'm trying to think of not the super obvious like you know obviously Blair de Chanel etc um, Coach EDT uh, mm. the original um, that's quite a nice one I I always enjoyed the sort of pear note in that it's a little bit different rather than the usual sort of bergamots and pineapples and things um, so yeah I'd say that's very cheap that's very nice pleasant um, fragrance and um, maybe like something Bulgari's Man Extreme, maybe. Again, that's sort of very fresh, very pleasant. Got a nice cactus note in it, so a bit different again. But um, yeah, very, very affordable. Yeah, um, Actually, this might be a kind of, just purely because... Um, of that Coach EDT I might just shout out I'm going to just just dip just get a little bit premature and dip into the arse just briefly if I may Mm. Um, because I did get um, a message uh, a direct message from uh, Harry Drew uh, earlier in the week it might have even been yesterday no it was on Friday Uh, he had a good layering combination and um, yeah, he sort of said, hey, uh, Steve, I was listening to the podcast a couple of weeks ago and we were joking about blending some of your fragrances because you had a lot. I actually do that quite often when I get bored of old fragrances um, that are cheapies or not that good. Uh, but I did mix two together. That has gotten me tons of compliments and wanting to know where I bought it. I took a small decant and blended 50-50 of Blur de Chanel, with the EDP, and Coach EDT, so the one I just mentioned. Right. Um, he said, wow, it's a great opening and dry down. Got get tons of random compliments off the stuff. Uh, yes it might be a frankenstein of a fragrance but it's a good one and um and he also put and why did you get me to try a uh, perfume de miley layton mm-hmm. it's so good but damn expensive here in the us 196 dollars um for t- uh, what's he put for usd two and a half mil well that can't be right uh thank you guys for a great podcast cheers cheers so, i mean I don't think that fragrance is that much of a Frankenstein. They're obviously both very clean, sort of fresh blue fragrances. Yeah. I can see that they are they're just get the best of both, and you'll probably have absolutely got a compliment machine there. So, yeah, I can totally see that happening. Okay, great. Well, um,
0: I was about to say that um, we should move into our um, ARS section, our ARS, Audience Recognition section. Uh, but you've sort of taken us there already, Steve, really. <laughs> so, I mean, it was I, you very know smoothly like done. To-
1: I like to rush into the arse you know I do <laughs> um, yes so we've had that so thank you Harry for shouting us out um, fees, you can support the podcast uh, any donations or any coffees that you buy us we put that towards the hosting fees etc if you go to ko-fi.com forward slash or one word and we've had one from uh, this week from Stefan who's in Frankfurt in Germany Uh, Dear Steve and Chris, I'm going to put and Dan as well, Uh, (laughs) I would be interested in your opinion of the new Tom Ford uh, Ebene Fumé I don't know this fragrance at all so you're not going to get much from me. In my opinion, after a long time, a great Tom Ford release and much hated by haters as usual. Have you gents smelt this fragrance? Mm, Chris, have you smelt it?
0: No, Ebene Fumé, I haven't smelled it. I believe it's a a little smoky woody scent uh, and it's, it's only just been released mm, might have been last week in the UK it was later than okay. the US so no I haven't smelled it yet uh, sometimes when I'm passing Harvey Nicks, I I stick my head in but the last time I was in there they, they didn't have it uh,
2: but next time I will uh, I'll give it a sniff and report back have you smelt it Dan I'm afraid, no, not only have I not smelt it, I've never heard of it, so I'm afraid no, well, I can't same help Same here, it. mate, same here, so yeah. I really much
1: help here. <laughs> Stefan is so hot off the press, mate, he's like, he's, yeah. does he work in the Tom Ford factory? Has he got like the first bottle off the production line? <laughs> Jesus. Um, sorry, Stefan, but we do appreciate your message and your, and your coffee. I'm, I'm going to look so. out
2: for it now, yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, sure. I'm sure we'll be seeing that on the Fragmental and Mr. Smelly uh, YouTube channels soon. No doubt. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah uh what else we got going on in the um facebook group don't forget guys we've got the St. geeks podcast facebook group um you so see you can put some stuff in there and um uh, e2 i think i've probably mispronounced your name in the past before actually um has said uh, here is another topic to discuss uh fragrances and babies uh, me and my partner are expecting our firstborn early next year, and I wanted to spark a conversation. I've uh, been reading articles that, in fact, fragrances can cause some medical conditions for a wee baby, allergies, asthma, etc. Since both of you guys are dads, how did you cope with the situation? Did you pull back? If only I did pull back. That would have been made my life a hell of a lot cheaper, to be honest. <laughs> did you pull back on the fragrance trigger around the child, or poured uh, an avalanche of your favourite fragrance and just say fuck it uh, we'd love to hear what you guys think mm. so Chris um, it was a while ago your your girls were born but can you remember did you well um- I dealt with this by being completely unaware of these
0: articles I, I had no idea and I've never heard about it, so I yeah I, I was just spraying spraying uh, willy nilly uh, as the the <laughs> girls were growing up. But they do both have asthma and eczema, so um, you know maybe that's why. <laughs> oh, God, oh, God. I, if only had if only I'd have read those articles um, nine ten
1: years ago. Oh well, oh, well this is this is taking a dark turn. This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, there you go Uh, Dan obviously as we've uh, already discussed you're very lucky in the sense that you don't have um, um, (laughs) weights around your legs but um, have you got any friends that have children or anything do you ever sort of go easy on the trigger when you're sort of I I have no uh contact with any children in my life whatsoever. Wait, i'm beginning to hate you more and more <laughs> <laughs> i don't have any friends with li- children
2: <laughs> living the dream
1: oh, um play, no I so
2: i don't know i mean I, I have to say i think if this was a real big problem we'd all kind of have heard about it a bit more so yeah, I, I, yeah. I think as long as you're not spraying copiously very near the kids I, I i can't imagine it's a big issue and unless like anybody i think there are people who are allergic aren't there but i think that's quite rare um, well, so,
0: sometimes yeah, I when I spray it
1: directly
2: it. into their eyeballs, they say it stings, <laughs> but I, I just tell them to, to man yeah.
0: up and get on. Man up, yeah. yeah that's it. <laughs> They've yeah. got to
1: build a tolerance for this shit. Um, for me, I I think I was just more considerate in the situation where um, it, it, I think we are we've trained ourselves to be considerate haven't we we don't kind of always do 100 sprays so like going into the hospital with a pregnant wife and surrounded by nurses I wasn't going to go in with a, a fucking fecal oot do you know what I mean so I, I was I'm always sort of conscious I try to consider people around me but now the that said I think it was earlier this week my wife did say to me your fragrance is really quite overwhelming, <laughs> and I sort of said it's good, isn't it? And she's like, "No, it's really not." <laughs> so I just, yeah. I was—it was kind of a bit of a fuck it approach there. But um, I think for me, when my kids were born, yeah, I just tried to be considerate. I remember one of them, I was wearing Happy from Clinique, which is not particularly strong. That was probably a skin scent by the time they were born. So. Um, so yeah i d- yeah i just try to be a bit considerate really mm, interesting question though thanks thanks for uh, putting that into the group so i think we're
0: going to move into our what we've been wearing section and we're going to let dan start this so dan have you got any highlights or fragrances you've been wearing this week
2: let's have a look highlights of the week uh, i've had quite a few different things on uh actually you started off the week I-, I i've been splashing on some denim uh the old aftershave oh, wow. from the 70s oh, which yeah. uh, a friend actually gave me and it's, it's pretty nice actually it's a little bit like uh, the original aramis eau de toilette but a little bit fr- fresher and just lately i've been enjoying the, the feeling of actually splashing stuff on from an aftershave splash so uh, yeah that was one thing i wore at least twice this week uh the other stuff green irish tweed was a really good one actually that i wore and that got a good compliment not that they matter a real but, one, uh, a real life compliment yeah, well but YouTubers yes, don't, don't really know. get compliments do we well I don't, don't get many but um, I did get one that, I guess they now know I'm the guy who's into fragrances a little bit so it's, it's something of a talking point because I know the people in my local uh, subway where I often go for a, a sandwich and a coffee Um, So I don't know how unsolicited that was, but the the lady there said, oh, wow, you smell really good today, which she doesn't always say. Uh, But they do know I'm the fragrance guy. But, yeah, Green Irish Tweed, just—it it is so good, and I must – keep wearing it more because it's just an absolute classic and it the dry down i've got an older bottle and it lasts for ages on you on your shirt or the jacket that i wore you know it's still on it like four or five days later so that was a really really enjoyable one to wear um actually i've just been wearing the last couple of days another just because i'm in a bit of a splash cologne type phase uh something called alt innsbruck cologne which is an austrian I think it's a cologne, but it comes in a splash bottle. So you you tend to use it like an aftershave. And that's a very kind of a bit like Fabergé Brut, but with added sort of tobacco note, a bit richer and, and more creamy, a bit of sweetness. A very, very old-fashioned. I must admit. Yeah, I Be saw you uh, that one. post
0: about that one this week, and it had me intrigued. I've got to say, when you mentioned tobacco, I thought, mm, yep, I yeah, like it I, that. Uh, it,
2: it, yeah, it's 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 very. It is still rather '70s smelling. So I don't know if you if you you know if you like tobacco Vanille or Naxos by Zhurjov or the, the Parfums de Marly one. It doesn't smell much like that, but <laughs> it's nice. I do like it, and I actually wore a duo one. Uh, just to prove that those of us who, who get sent free Duo bottles do actually wear them in real life. And that was Matrix, which is their clone of Zerzhov uh, Neo. And yeah. I, again, the same person in the uh, coffee shop did give that a big thumbs up. And it was it was definitely performing well. So that is really a, a good one. I think that's my highlights. there. That... Yeah. Oh, Bois de Portugal, I also wore on my live stream and really enjoyed that. Another Creed classic, probably still my all-time favorite. Well, surely a week
0: doesn't go by, Dan, when you don't put at least a little bit of Bois de Portugal on.
2: Well, you know, it does, actually. That's Is the it... problem, I keep referring mm-hmm. to it, but I actually realized I hadn't worn it for a long time. You know what it's like with so many things, and uh, you've got to spray your favorites, haven't you? So that it was good to get back to that.
1: Yeah
0: yeah great well um thanks for that and good to hear that there's there was a a little compliment thrown in there we always like to hear about those compliments honestly it's true i'm not lying it did happen yeah well (laughs) we might have a little theme going on here because i'm gonna take it to
1: steve next steve would you like to tell us about what you've been wearing Yeah, I I got a compliment this week. I I, I mean, Between the three of us, between the three, we've got a top three most complimented video in the making here. (laughs) We need to do this. Um, So I'll I'll get to that one. So today I have wore Spice Bomb, um, the original EDT. I think it's still one of my favourites. We actually went... As I say we met some friends for brunch, and then we went into kind of did um, some sort of a Christmas balm thing. But amusingly, on the way there, my wife uh, got in the car after kind of not long after applying, and she said, "Oh, you smell like Christmas." I was like, oh, that's fairly apt. Um, I think I did wear it one Christmas day actually. So it's either scent memories or maybe it's the sort of cinnamony kind of bubblegummy vibe that she's getting in there that kind of makes her think of Christmas. I don't know. Yeah. Um, a new fragrance actually in our household which I forgot forgot to mention the other week I recently sort of blind bought the wife a new fragrance um, her current I think I've discussed this before but my missus she's not a fraghead at all um, her sort of fragrance tastes are very I would say sort of traditionally sort of just a typical sort of feminine fragrance really so she quite likes florals maybe some sort of sweetness she doesn't like anything too girly but she likes it quite sort of typically sort of feminine and stuff so she likes floral fragrances so her current favourite at the minute is um, Flower Bomb from uh, Victor and Rolf uh, but she's getting low on that, and then I took a punt. Somebody in one of the groups was um, selling um, some fragrances, so I bought uh, Mansera's Juicy Flowers. I thought this was a blind buy. I thought it sounds right up her street. There's some sort of florals in there and some sweetness. So, um, and that was a bit of a hit. She still it does prefer sexy. Flower Bomb is it sexy I'll give you I've got the notes in front of me so it's uh, red fruits at the top and citruses pear and pink pepper so there's a bit of sort of fruity uh, spiciness at the top then you've got rose and peach in the mid with sandalwood and jasmine and then white musk vanilla raspberry and ambergris in the base so when I saw the note breakdown I thought a. That sounds like it's. Mm. She's gonna like it, sort of fruits and florals, and also I think I'm gonna like it because there's sandalwood in there, there's vanilla, there's a bit of sort of peach I quite like. So, and yeah, it's it's a winner from both of us. Um It is, I would say it's it's not really sexy, Chris. It's not like the vanilla is not. It's not super sweet. It's just quite a sort of. She wears it to work and stuff, and I think it works quite well there. It's quite a sort of nice feminine sort of uh, fragrance I would say so yeah I wouldn't say it's necessarily full on date night but you could obviously wear it in that situation so yeah just wanted to mention that as I don't get to mention many new fragrances Um, what else have I worn Um, I did wear um, Mont Blanc Explorer this week and got another ridiculous compliment on it we've discussed this before (laughs) yeah that is my most complimented. But it's not even so much the frequency of the compliments, which it's not like loads. It was the quality be... of this particular compliment. Yes. Is that what you're saying? It's, yeah. It, yeah, exactly. It's like when when somebody likes that fragrance, they really fucking like that fragrance and they <laughs> get very vocal about it. Because obviously I t- I've told you numerous times before about, well, my I put it on my son's, the back of my son's neck once and all the ladies at his nursery were like sort of swooning around him and <laughs> then i got that compliment in that cafe where a woman sort of smelled it and she was like oh someone smells amazing and she sort of walked all the way around to smell my neck and stuff and then um, yeah i was in the office this week my work office and i was downstairs kind of actually in a bloody conference call on, on skype or whatever on teams and a woman in the office come, come, come down and she walked past and she went oh like what what is it you're wearing you smell incredible i was like oh it's uh she's like oh so, that's so good I'm going to, have to, I'm going to have to buy that for my son I could smell it when I was coming down the stairs it's it's really good she said like, I'm going to have to come and work down here sit next to you I was like okay calm down but amazingly that was at like 4.30 in the afternoon I, was, I applied it at like 9 in the morning so it's obviously wow it lasts as well yeah. So, so yeah hell of a compliment on that one um other than that, I don't think there's too much else uh, to sort of say, really, um, for me. Yep. Nothing sort of new, but yeah. Well, great. Yeah, that is a big that's a big old compliment.
0: though. that's two, two good compliments there. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I so I've been wearing highlights of my week. I've been wearing the uh, it's uh, Quirk Humor, I think it's called. It's from Affinescence. It's a beautiful, sweet, spicy, woody leather scent. Beautiful. Today I wore Intoxicated from By Killian. I uh, took ombre leather, Tom Ford's ombre leather, to Birmingham with me and uh, so I just wore that over a couple of days and yesterday I uh, I fancied a Creed and I pulled out Original Santal which I've got to say never fails to disappoint. Nice easy wear, bit of a dumb reach Creed but I always love it and it lasts great on me, it lasts all day. Um, but I, So I was out with some friends um, and uh, we were in a bar last uh, weekend and uh into this bar walks this uh this girl who's a, a pt at the gym that i go to well i have a you know polite kind of little bit of a high here and there at the gym but you know nothing more than that because she's always with clients and she's po- she points at me she's like you oh, i didn't think you'd be i didn't think you'd come in here and we got chatting and she said you know what when you come into the gym you always smell so good I was like, what, really? She's like, yeah, every time. I can't mention it because I'm with clients, but every time you come into the gym, you just always smell amazing. I was like, oh, well, cheers. Thank you. Uh, and uh, so she was sort of, that. That I mean, I must have been in the gym maybe a hundred times. <laughs> so she sort of rolled a hundred compliments all into one, I like to think, at that moment. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, top one
1: hundred so, most complimentary fragrances
0: yeah. on the Fragmental <laughs> channel. <laughs> so obviously that was uh, yeah that was that was very nice here. And sometimes I, I do wear fragrances for the gym, not because I think oh I want to smell good at the gym, but it's a good opportunity. Sometimes I'll wear three in a day. So sometimes I'll I'll wear one in the morning um, when I go to the gym because it's just a good opportunity to 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 wear it and see how it works and see how it works when, when it heats up as well i'll always try and maybe go, i wouldn't go for anything too you know oody or anything for the gym but something that i think might be appropriate i sort of used going to the gym as a bit of my my testing process uh, so there we go um in the what we've been wearing section this week um filled filled with massive compliments so uh that, that's a first i think for the podcast it is it actually is <laughs>
1: um right, right. shall we should we start asking dan some questions Yes, Cause, uh, I, well, I feel like he's not actually so, been able to talk that much because we keep talking about kids yes so. we do yeah we need to bring dan into it so
0: um dan you you know that in this podcast we have the um the ARS section the the ars <laughs> section well for this week uh, i was wondering what that meant but i i get it now yeah okay yeah audience recognition Ask. yes <laughs> right. um okay. so for this week uh, i'm gonna add a new section which is the wtf section so oh, right. dan WTF is going on with your channel at the moment. (laughs)
2: Uh, Well, it's uh, it's been an interesting couple of months or so. So, yeah, we we do have to change it up a little bit. Uh, All kinds of things have been going on the last few months. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I've been dressing up a little bit here and there. I've toned that down a little bit. So on the particularly started with the Friday night live streams, actually, which is a new thing that I'm doing. Uh, maybe we'll get onto that a bit in a minute but yes I've been I did sort of basically I, I devised this costume that sort of evolved because I declared myself leader of the fragrance community which was sort of in response to when there was a bit of a furore against my top 10 sexiest reviewers video yes. uh, I sort of thought what would really annoy the people who were wanting to cancel me because of that the most and that that's if I sort of Bigged myself up and boasted even more. I think it's <laughs> so hilarious. Like, I love it every time. Yeah, you, <laughs> all the videos
0: of the of the marching soldiers.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> really,
0: it's like really rubbing it in the faces. I, I think it's hilarious. And you look like you're having a lot of fun, actually.
2: Yeah. So that that sort of happened, and then sort of. Then I thought I was going to buy like a, a general, a military general, or some kind of dictator costume off the internet or whatever. But then I thought a, a fragrance dictator would be a little bit maybe can I say camp or flamboyant, you know, he wouldn't be normal looking. Mm. So that's why I sort of got the Russian style hat and the sunglasses. But then I got the sequin jackets. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've, I'm only doing that maybe from Friday night lives now. And I've, I've evolved it a little bit into a slightly smarter version because you have to be careful because I was sort of thought of as someone who dressed smart. <laughs> and, uh, it, it may have sort of uh, destroyed my brand image a little bit too much if that became my whole thing. So yeah, we, we see little glimpses of that. But you know, you can do anything you want on YouTube. And I've I've just been liberated a little bit in the last few months and uh, trying to get involved in a bit more interaction with people. I'm doing. Well, I do the TikToks and some some of them are cringy. I'm still trying to evolve that a little bit. And uh, you know, I do the live streams. I bring in some people who are sort of persona non grata in the community a little bit. My, my cuddles and stuff and I don't mind a bit of controversy so yeah I've changed my direction a bit because I think YouTube you've always got to evolve anything online Mm. it's always changing really fast so I think you you can never really tread water for too long and um so I think yeah. it is important to, to try new things whether they all some of them might not be the best idea in hindsight but <laughs> you know you've got to keep moving. Was it coincidence that, that these changes you made happened
0: around the the time where you got a little bit of negativity towards this um it was the top 10 sexist female reviewers right yeah, um yes did that sort of um, spark you? Did that sort of Definitely, sort of wake yeah. you up and and go? You yes. know what? Here we go, new direction. Perhaps you wouldn't have gone in that direction if it weren't for that video. Is that right?
2: Possibly. Yeah, I think that galvanised me. Actually, mm. it rejuvenated me a little bit and reinvigorated me. So yeah, I I was kind of yeah. I mean, like like all of us. Sometimes there are phases when you're, you're still doing okay with your channel, but you're you sort of going through the motions a bit or not mega inspired. Sure. Yeah and uh so yeah one day i was you know i was going to do some other kind of top 10 and i just thought it'd been in the back of my mind why don't you do a sexiest reviewers video because you know we do we keep seeing sexiest fragrances and obviously fragrances in and of themselves are not really sexy it's you know they might help make you the wearer a, a tiny bit more appealing to other people but then i thought well you know what about the sexiest reviewers it will it will get it'll raise a few eyebrows and uh, you know it, it of course it will upset a few people so i did that and yeah, yeah then the response galvanized me and i kind of I, I don't think i doubled down i think i like quadrupled <laughs>
1: down on it <laughs> you, and, uh... you went in because if anybody actually responded to you you went in hard on them was, yes, yeah you made I, a video I, about them <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah,
2: um, that was kind of yeah. The, I, I did a video responding to one particular person who'd who'd been one of the outraged people, and I I don't really want to harm any any other person with an Instagram or anything badly, but yeah, I kind of did. Uh, uh, yeah, I went double, I doubled down on it and I, I was confident, you know, there was no way I was going to go, oh, I'm really sorry that I may have misjudged that and I want to apologise because I, I don't think there was anything wrong with the video. And, I mean, uh, you yeah, pulled out like the it.
1: hypocrisy, didn't you? That was the, the yeah. main response that when people challenged you. You, you said, well, actually, uh, you'll know much, you'll know no better than me. And and that's what kind of what you went with it. wasn't it? There is a lot of hypocrisy. People say this, that yet yeah, they do another thing. So.
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah, most of these people had sort of played on on sexiness, not quite the way that I did, but in in one way or another, everybody's doing it. And so, yeah, I thought, and I just, I enjoy in any community that there is a little bit of drama and and banter. So I enjoyed the opportunity to sort of engage in that and have fun with it. And, um, you know, I I, I just, what was I going to say? I mean, I, I kind of also wanted to send a message to people that if you do, try and cause an outrage or you know because I know some people apparently Uh, the people at uh, the Scent Explorer uh, event that I'll be at at the uh, end of the year, that Max 40 runs. He got emails from people saying, don't have Mr. Smelly, he's he's sexist. So there were people behind, you know, doing stuff I couldn't see trying to cancel me. So I kind of wanted to send a message out to people. If you try and attack me, then you better watch out (laughs) because, you know, my secret police will look in your your history and find anything, any dirt we've got on you, we'll, we'll dig it up. So watch out that's just it's quite scary
1: don't yep. be looking at my history <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah
0: well, well I, I i thought it was great that you decided to to stand up for yourself and uh and use that as an impetus to sort of yeah. throw your yeah. channel into this sort of new era for mr smelly where <laughs> you are i mean you know what we know we know sex sells okay we know that Definitely. attractive women talking about men's fragrances we can see the trend well, at the moment. If they do it, you know, well enough, you know, if the, if they're presenting, if they have got the personality and the they've got the, the you know the basic skills you need to put a YouTube video up, then you know it, it you can be very successful. If you are uh, an attractive uh, female talking about men's fragrances, it, you know we can yeah. see it happening before our eyes. So if that's something that if that's not a tool that we have or a weapon that we have in our arsenal as um, sure. as men, then I suppose the next best thing is the other thing that sells is is a bit of drama. Uh, and, and controversy exactly. so yeah i feel like that's sort of what you're going in for uh and uh and, and managing very very well to to do that because i think that more people are are talking about you um now than they have been in in recent years are you feeling that do you think there's a bit more of a buzz about mr smelly at the moment uh
2: maybe a bit yeah i mean i certainly don't i haven't suddenly got exploded in in, in huge numbers of views for any of these you know some of them did okay but it's not it's not huge huge views but yeah definitely that as you say like you've talked about me on your podcast and people have made videos about mostly positive video but i'm getting mentioned in other people's videos or live streams more often so yeah that that can only be good and like you say yeah um sex sells but also, as you say, a bit of drama sells. And I, I watch a lot of other kind of content and look at different communities. And that you know, I always, in, me personally, I enjoy when there's a big drama and that maybe you know people are calling each other out. And I, I know it's absurd and ridiculous because we're talking about fragrances, well, it's entertainment, you know. But it's it's yeah, it's entertainment, and we are in, apart from the fragrancing. Where YouTube is a form of entertainment so yeah i definitely as you say the drama is a good thing that you can you can kind of use to get people interested in what you're saying so yeah that's exactly the, the thing yeah and uh it's no coincidence right about, that going uh, going, yeah
0: yeah archie luxury and cuddles uh, yes. come come on to to your streams and because you know you, you you must know in the back of your mind at some point they're going to say something that's going to offend somebody as long as you're quick yes. enough to sort of cut them and get them off so yes. they don't go
2: too far i suppose Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely of the opinion that you, you, I mean, those people, I don't endorse a lot of the things that they say. But if I'm just, you know, it's like a chat show. If I'm the host of the chat show, if I'm clever enough, I think I can have guests on that say things that aren't very popular but it's still entertain. you know i i wouldn't not watch a chat show because there's someone on i really dislike in fact i might tune in especially to see them come on and yeah. see what happens so yeah sometimes i mean archie luxury did go over the top and it, it is playing with fire um so it's as i've said it's like putting a a, a fox in your chicken shed you can't be too upset when the feathers sometimes start to fly so you know i I take responsibility if sometimes it's it's backfired a little bit uh but i do step in if they say something really you know particularly if they offend one of the guests or something you know that that, that's not good Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean i enjoy having someone on the chat show and having to kick them off or publicly apologize for what they said i mean it's. it's fun (laughs) yeah yeah and it's probably reinvigorated uh, you know your uh
0: process of creating content hasn't it because you're doing this yeah, new definitely. thing and, and the whole i think your hosting it com- comes across as very professional uh, i think oh, the thanks. way that you anchor it and you and you uh you you ask people the questions it's all um, it's all very very well done and very well timed and it doesn't it doesn't uh descend into chaos you know you keep a, a tight a tight hold of everything so <laughs> I, I think you're doing so. a great job <laughs> as, as a live stream host i think i'm loving it
2: Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, I think live streams could be a big thing. Most of the communities out there of different stuff that people are into have, you know, live streams as, as more of a thing maybe than the FragCom does. So uh, I think they're really a big thing. You know, there's another one that Eugene does, the, the You Smells Good guy. And his is good, but it's more, they're, they're more kind of really talking about the fragrances in depth. And a lot of people really enjoy that. But mine is definitely tends to be more of a FragCom com live stream about the community with a bit of fragrance chat rather than you know fragrance analysis frank you know uh live stream so yeah the drama is always fun i i you know people like miami cuddles who's he's not a big youtuber at all but i we i think of him like a pantomime villain you know i almost want to put in a boo sound effect when he comes on the stage you know yeah. <laughs> but i think he knows that's his role i think he knows it
1: yeah yeah um, Dan, I've got a question that uh, yeah. I think Chris was planning to ask so I'm totally stealing his question here but um, obviously we know you as Dan uh, Dan Norton of Norton and Wilson and you've got these other uh, your other things and then uh, there's sort of Mr Smelly so do you see Mr Smelly as a sort of character? Do you sort of detach from it at all or is it just renaming yourself? Do, is it, Are you the same people do you, or do you kind of get in the character of Mr Smelly when you do stuff? Do you see what I mean? Is there a yeah overlap? Um, or d-
2: I think sometimes I may have thought i might try to use that to allow me to say things that are a little bit more outrageous and then i can say oh no that's the character mr smelly but to be honest i think it it, it is kind of just me to be to be honest I, I i kind of it's nice that i've got that name and i can maybe try and use that but for example i, I couldn't really with the where when there was a the controversy about the sexiest reviewers thing I, I never tried to say oh i know what was said was wrong but it wasn't me it was just the character mr smelly because he's sexist i can't so i i think it <laughs> yeah. is everyone's a bit different when we're on youtube or whatever than you know in our 24 hours of the day uh, or 23 hours outside that so no i got to be honest it is it is kind of me but some maybe of just the bits bit s- exaggerated as such a bit, yeah you know, i guess you can always warn, maybe, I suppose. Yeah. yeah it's a bit of an exaggeration or t- a certain side of me, but to be honest it is it is kind of me, so So you're not stood in the mirror
0: before you uh, roll the cameras
2: when you're making a video, and you, you're looking in the mirror going, come on
0: Smelly, where are you? Come on Smelly come <laughs> on, I
2: need to make <laughs> well, a video, come on Yeah, I think it's almost uh, probably some of my detractors may not agree, but sadly it's, it's probably the best version of me which probably makes you wonder how bad the real one is but you know, you, you, you put yourself in the zone, don't you, to be, hi guys, welcome to the show, and you know, come, but you got to everyone has to sort of go 10%, 20%, present more energy on camera than you are in real life because youtube sort of robs you a bit of of charisma unless you're sort of a bit bouncy Mm. so yeah we all we all i'm sure we all when we turn on the camera we we kind of pump ourselves up a little bit so yeah i do i do kind of think yes now be mr smelly oh yeah 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 Yeah, you've got you've got to be
0: a presenter version of yourself because otherwise
1: it's not going to be quite as engaging as you as you might want it to be yeah. It's funny when you're doing the edit and you sort of drop out of presenter character, where it's kind of like, "Hi, welcome to my chat." Oh, fuck that up! Do you know what yeah. I mean? There's always. Yeah. Do you ever do that when you go through the edit and it's like, "Oh, I'll delete that." Obviously, you chop that out. And it's like, there's bits where I've taken a few goes at stuff, and then it's like, I've just I get proper angry at for fuck's sake. And it's kind of like, yeah. sometimes you think I should just leave that in and see if anybody even picks up on it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's quite frightening if if you do catch
2: yourself sometimes just being yourself. Uh, then yeah sometimes when I've done the first few live streams or when I did interviews on other people's channels some you know I'm not in I forgot to be lively enough and I thought god I was a bit flat there so yeah you do catch yourself yeah yeah
0: I mean so having done stuff that that I've done in in the bits of acting that I've done I I understand how costumes uh, which are essentially masks in a way can uh, can help empower you a lot and i feel like when you put on that coat and those glasses uh, do you <laughs> feel does that bolster your confidence do, do, do those costumes empower you in some way
2: yeah i think so yeah definitely i think um i do think people should try and sort of dress up a little bit on youtube more than some of them do i mean okay you don't have to dress like i do but uh, yeah i think it definitely it, it puts you in the zone definitely and maybe i i must have some repressed Actor side of me, or something yeah. that wants to dress up and, and do that kind of thing, and YouTube affords you the obviously I wouldn't walk around or go down the shops or to the pub like that, and uh, you know it affords me the opportunity to do that in a way that I, I couldn't do in real life. So yeah, I'm very a lucky it's a performance yeah and you're sort of like a, a character a uh you know i'm not going to say a superhero but you know <laughs> it might crazed imagination i'm now the leader of fragcom from you know i call the the capital cities smellingrad and <laughs> uh, <great>. you know <laughs> i'm wearing this preposterous costume and yeah. you know it's fun I, I know one of your other guests um was it if uh Fra- 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 fradicted wasn't it yeah. Uh, yeah tony said oh you know if I was doing that I couldn't do it because my kids would be too embarrassed and you know a fair point but luckily for me I've got no, (laughs) no one to be embarrassed or ashamed so it really doesn't matter to me so I'm very lucky I can do this kind of stupid stuff yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'd be, I think it would be hard if you had a wife or something. She'd be thinking, God, is he all right? But, so, I, but yeah.
0: I don't think doing a few silly things, or as you put it, the stupid stuff, that's not really a new thing for your channel because ever since no. I've you've started your channel and ever since I've watched it for years now, you've, there's lots of skits and funny rap yeah. intros and uh, and, and the, the, yeah. the montages and the clips. You've always had that. You've always had that element of, of humour and yes. in some of your videos, playing characters as well. Captain Sensible, yeah. you know, the, it's not that's the first true. time you're doing that.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's always, I mean, there's been some appallingly cringe. You know, there's lots of stuff that I look back on and think, oh, no. So, yeah, there's always been silly stuff. But this is I'm just hopefully touch wood. I'm just doing the same thing, but getting a bit better at it <laughs> and <laughs> making it even more bold and over the top. So uh, that's what I'm trying to do. And yeah, there's always been that. And to be honest, there's always been a slight element of carry-on humour or what could be taken as slightly sexist comments, but they, they were usually meant ironically. And I guess not that I was exactly out of playing a character, but yeah, I've, I, there have been references to women in a sort of Sid James-esque way that were hopefully uh, perceived by the audience as ironic. But I, you know, I've, I've probably said worse things than the Top 10 Sexiest Reviewers video Mm. Itself, uh, buried in my channel somewhere, but no one noticed. So it's it's not a complete turn, no. uh, but yeah, it's it's a dangerous path in some ways, but it's more fun than plodding along. <laughs>
0: well, it's it's definitely entertainment, and I appreciate uh, it. so that leads me on to to a little question: when you watch YouTube content, whether that be fragrance videos or watch videos or or, or whatever you know rabbit holes we fall down on YouTube, are you? Are you looking for information, or are you looking more for entertainment, or a mix of both?
2: What 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 do you want yeah. out of a YouTube video? It's a good good question, actually, isn't it? Yeah, I think uh, uh, you, you, those are the two things people want. They want in, to educate themselves or get information that's useful, or they want to be entertained. So you better try and be doing at least one of them, or hope maybe even if you're lucky both. Uh, I th- I think <clears throat> for me, mostly now, it's more entertainment that I I look for. Um, but I do, I mean, with the fragrance channels, obviously people do watch our channels to find out about a fragrance that they might like to buy. And I still do get a lot of people saying, oh, I bought that one because you said it was good. So thanks a lot. So I definitely have to remind myself that a lot of people, you know, don't particularly tune in for the jokes they would like to know about the fragrances. So that that's really important. When I'm watching other people's channels... I think we all, sometimes you do, I mean, it's a search engine, isn't it, YouTube? So you will sometimes Mm -hmm. say, oh, how to sew a button on a shirt, because I don't really know how to do that. And, you know, there'll be a useful video about it. Uh, But I wouldn't sit there and watch that stuff over and over. So mainly for me, it's entertainment. So this is why I like, I'm weird, because I like all the people that everyone else says they suck, and they don't have huge subscribers. So Archie Luxury, The watch guy you know a lot of people really don't like him and he's not one of the successful channels in views uh so i tend to like the mavericks and the bad guys uh but i do like you know people like chris from scentland does great reviews where i find out about fragrances but i I, i'm looking for bits of drama um things that make me laugh so people like our archie luxury going crazy and having arguments Makes me laugh. You know, this is why I tolerate people like Miami Cuddles because, you know, (laughs) Donald Trump has no place being discussed in a fragrance review live stream. (laughs) But I just love that he he, jack hammers it in there at every opportunity. It makes me laugh. So, entertainment for me is the short answer.
0: I assumed Archie about you? Luxury was a, a massive channel. I, I was he is he not that bigger
2: channel? I thought he, well, he was sort of a, a big he's guy. He's got about. He always called it a third-rate channel. I mean, he's been he's got about sixty thousand subscribers, but he's been going ten years. Right. So. I mean he's a bit he's a bit like me and he's doing all right but he's you know there are other channels like the timepiece gentlemen have come and shot past him and have you know a million subscribers or whatever in in a year or whatever it is so relatively speaking he's not the biggest uh and he's a bit of a pariah figure in the community but but he's very clever at at making a a medium-sized channel work well for him i mean he's one of the few people with more or equal numbers of thumbs down and thumbs up on every video, which yeah. is quite hard to achieve, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> they're going to ban, you know, That you've got to go some to get that much negativity. But he's still, you know, now that he's discovered live streaming and Super Chats, on, he's got three channels, but one's just live streaming. He makes a really good amount of money from Super Chats because people who correct, collect and are interested in luxury watches tend to have a few bob to spare. So he's yeah. really milking that. So no, he's not huge and he's not... You know, he's not really liked by a lot of the other big reviewers. Surprise, surprise.
0: Steve, how about you? What what are you looking for in YouTube?
1: Well, let's start with YouTube Fragrance. Information or entertainment? I think what I look for in a YouTube Fragrance uh, fragrance YouTube channel is probably I want it to be interesting. I was going to say, not necessarily full-on entertainment, but I want it just to be interesting. Now, I remember somebody... Um, it's the same kind of rules apply, actually, I think, presenting YouTube in many ways. as Someone said to me once about doing stand-up comedy. I think there's there's this myth when you're doing stand-up comedy that you have to be funny, like, all the time, like, solidly. like. But they said, no, you don't have to be funny all the time, but you do have to be interesting. So, like, people will wait for a punchline as long as you, you keep their attention and you're interested in the story. Do you know what I mean? You could build up to this, and they might not be laughing, but if you've got their attention then that's fine, and that's kind of what you want with a YouTube channel, I think, for fragrances. So I, I like it to kind of look and sound nice or look for aesthetics, but I want it to be interesting, so I want to hear what they want to say, be it if it's informative, be it funny, or whatever, I want them to get my attention. It's when it's just not interesting or doesn't appeal that uh, then I'm just more likely to stop watching or find another channel, I think. Mm. So Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think I when I, f- a few years ago, um, I don't know, five or six years ago, I was watching fragrance YouTube videos Pretty much for information because I didn't know really know very much about fragrances. Uh, I, I knew that I liked them, um, but so I was sort of absorbing a lot in the first sort of twelve months uh two years of watching videos I'd you know i'd watch a lot of jeremy a lot of Stephen, a lot of, a lot of um uh, mr smelly actually um there's quite a few of my purchases were, were from uh, you know off the back of uh, uh the mr smelly influence <laughs> thank you um no thank you and uh, but but these days i feel like i don't have that I don't have the same um desire for that for that knowledge because i've, I've, I've sort of learned a lot f- and through my own discoveries as well so uh now if i if i am going to watch a fragrance channel it definitely has to entertain me uh it, it can't just be purely information i'm 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 up for, for getting some information but it's got to entertain um uh, which is probably why i'm i'm watching um quite a lot of uh, of mr smelly at the moment because <laughs> I, I am finding it entertaining uh, and I think everyone goes through these cycles, don't they? You know, they'll they'll watch a lot of fragrance videos when they start out. And then once they've sort of got all that information from all these t- plethora of top 10 videos, that they sort of then start seeing these top 10 videos aren't really giving them anything new. It's similar fragrances. They're not giving them any new information. So um, those people will stop watching those types of videos. But you'll get like a new sort of coach load of, of newbies coming in at the other end that, that are interested in those top 10 videos. And obviously, you know, that's why they get views because they're, they're, there's always an an interest in those. Um, so I think they'll always be there. I know you've talked about quite a lot on your streams, Dan, about the current state of FragCon and is it, are added too many lists and is it all getting boring? What do you think? Is it just getting boring for those of us that have been in Fragcom for a little while and maybe not boring for the newbies? I don't know. What do you think?
2: That could be a fair point. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. We all like when I started, then you were just excited to know that there was this whole community or thing, all these videos about fragrances, and that there were so many different ones that you'd never heard of. So you you absorb all that information, and it's it's much more. Uh, exciting and the bars much lower for what you need from a video to to get something good from it. So yeah, you're right. And there's always going to be new people who've only just got into fragrances a year ago and they're still experiencing that excitement. So for them that the top ten videos and all that stuff is is going to be still really useful. And it's you know, they would like to know the top ten best men's designer fragrances. You know, that's news to them. So um you know i i don't think that things are really bad in the fragrance community or, or youtube you know there's there's more choice than there's ever been yeah so there's lots of big channels uh but you know there's much more professional well-produced videos including you guys you know uh your you know your channel chris is is extremely polished we didn't have anything really Thanks. on that level you know, six or seven years ago, it was you know, even no disrespect to people like Robes oh eight or whatever when they started, but the images are a little bit more great, grainy back then, and the, mm-hmm. the 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 way they present is more sort of in depth on one or two fragrances sometimes. So you know, we've got much more. Pro- punchy kind of stuff that's that's really um, you know produced really well Uh, you've got you've got different people doing different niches there are still loads of medium or small channels that concentrate on vintage or concentrate on this so the choice is all out there and although I, I, I sometimes it sounds like I'm lamenting that things are a bit samey and boring which I do in a way there are still plenty of exciting and different things so there's a very varied Load of stuff out there to take part in and get involved in, and um, the community aspect of it is yeah. is kind of still there, although it's it's not really one um homogenous community. You know, there's a very disparate groups of people with different ideas about things. But yeah, there's there's loads of fun going on in the community, and uh, I, I try and bring a bit of drama in and maybe do commentary on other people's channels and have a dig at them a bit, but not in a really really bad way. But I think some people are a bit too afraid to say things like that and they're a bit of an elephant in the room with the way that some of the big male channels aren't getting so many views lately and i've kind of mentioned that um because i think if they were just doing top tens what women want all the time then a lot of people now will will go to the 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 nice looking women giving you that list rather than the men so some of those guys need to change their game or they may find that they, they fall by the wayside a wee bit so yeah quite, it's, take, it's quite taken done. I hear I no hear not you, you. I, you. <laughs> I didn't mean you I didn't mean you your views <laughs> look pretty good to me but I think it's it's challenging times for some of us, including me as well. You know, I, I don't get as many views or subscribers as you, Chris, either. So, um, yeah, I didn't mean you specifically, but I think <laughs> no, it is cha- challenging
0: times. Definitely. Ah, but if but challenging times make us rise to the challenge, and and it, exactly. it brings about change and new things. And I think you've been doing a great job doing what you're doing. I suppose you're not quite sure. Where it's gonna go and end up and what what it will no. evolve into but that's the exciting thing because I guess it's just gonna keep evolving and changing isn't it so
2: yes it, it could go horribly wrong Chris we just don't I know doubt but it. uh, <laughs> it's uh, you know it's and it doesn't I mean even if there are channels suddenly reaching big numbers that we can't quite match some of the female ones I think they're tapping into a totally new audience that we never really could reach anyway sometimes so it's not yeah. like you know, we we were getting fifty thousand views on every video, and now we're not. It's just that they've they've tapped into a new audience. So it doesn't mean that our, you know, we can still do our thing, and it's still successful and good for us. So yeah, I, I don't so. yeah. Uh, I don't beat myself up about other people's success, really. Although I do, um, like a parasite, uh, <laughs> make videos about <laughs> kirtley Fragrance just to try and get a few views. But I'm I'm <laughs> not ashamed to admit that. Well, I yeah, and I do enjoy how
0: honest and transparent you are about all that stuff. I think that uh, does add um, a, a good amount of integrity to, to you and your channel, along with all the fun stuff and the funny suits
2: and the sunglasses and the pretend cigarettes and the drama. Oh, yes. um, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't I'm... use those anymore though, because I thought if you bought a prop cigarette, it would just smell nice or of nothing, but they stink just as bad as a real cigarette. Uh, so my whole house smelled like I smoked, which I didn't want. So I've uh, given you up did on that. Look cool though. No. Thanks. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I liked you waving it around. Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, no, I'm going to we... try and find one that doesn't smell bad. If you you're right. an actor, so maybe you can well, off off stage. We'll we'll discuss that. Yeah. Yes.
0: Right. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if we can do it, uh, and then we'll do a collab, Dan, and, and we'll we'll both have a pretend. 10 cigarette best yes. top top 10 fragrances to to wear like when you're looking like a '50s movie star,
1: exactly that could be popular. Before we finish off, um, approaching the hour mark, I was just going to go in a completely different direction, Dan and you One sort of mm. sort of final question uh, here. It's more of a it's fragrance related, but it's kind of more of a personal type thing. Um, so in the past, Chris and I have often spoken about our other halves not being into fragrance at all, not getting yeah. this hobby, not really appreciating. Why are people watching YouTube videos to, to find out about fragrances? Doesn't yeah. make sense to them at all. Yeah. Obviously, you did. Um, have a relationship with another frag didn't you? So, you, yes. uh, I think most people probably know that you had a relationship with Claire from the channel Smurfy Girly. Yeah. We won't kind of go into the relationship details, I'm sure she wouldn't want that, but I was just right. curious to, uh, to sort <laughs> th- th- of find out. What was it like, like the dynamic on the, did you guys talk about fragrance a lot? Were you almost competitive with it? Like, or were you sort of constantly recommending stuff to each other? Was it, or was it just literally, it was so normal you didn't almost talk about it? Do you see what I mean? Because I don't know, did, did, I don't know, again, when or where you guys met in your journeys. Did one of you get into it before the other and stuff? So kind of.
2: Yeah, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, no, we, we met because of the fragrances. So it was, um, I, I'd only been doing my channel of like three or four months. And Claire had been doing a channel for a, a lot longer than that, actually. And uh, we were in a Facebook group or something. So it was sort of through that that we, that we met. I, I went to a, a, fra- a fra- well, some kind of fragrance meetup. I, I didn't go to the sniffing session, but I I went to the pub bit after. So that that's how we actually met. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we, uh, so it was to, it was because of the fragrances. It wasn't coincidence. So it, we we directly met through that, which is great. And it was very good because we both were equally kind of into the hobby. And it is really nice if you you know if you whatever it is, whether you're into motocross bike racing or whatever you're into, if you share it with your partner, I think that is a nice thing because it, it, it's then there's not that resentment that they're spending time on their hobby and you don't get it, which must be pretty common amongst some couples or or even the money spending stuff we you know so i think it was really really healthy and if you've got a hobby that you share it's great and we talked about it quite a lot obviously and we did videos together so um yeah it was it, it is a positive if your partner has the same hobby obviously for most people it's probably not going to be the case so i guess it must be a lot different for you guys um um perhaps yeah, I guess, is it I difficult guess for it, you
1: guys it it sort of varies doesn't it because I guess some people love to share a hobby with your partner it's good to have things in common but then conversely I think it's probably quite a good thing to have your own thing and get your time away to have your own little thing so it probably kind of goes both ways doesn't it really but I was just curious um it, like what it was like in a a proper fraghead relationship yeah but, uh, yeah because um, i've never yeah. really had that so
2: no i think a fraghead relation i think it, 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 you know uh, the, the, if anything uh, went wrong which it obviously did that was due to my uh, <laughs> mainly due to my uh, huge numbers of personal failings but the actual frag side of it was a you know really good starting point for a relationship so i definitely think if there are any other fragheads out there who you know socialize with the uh, people uh, it, you know it's a great start to you know you've got a good chance if, if you're both into the frags it's a great start to have that in common and uh, so yeah don't be afraid to uh, make the move on other frag heads people out there it's it can, it can be good <laughs> oh, there, we go. there you go you need to keep keep an eye on the
0: facebook groups and if you see any frag meetups happening get down there yes yeah yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for that. Um yeah. th- is that it? Chris? I think I think questions? we'll we'll sort sort of wind things up. Yeah, but uh Thank you for coming on the podcast, Dan. Pleasure. It's been uh, an absolute pleasure to have you. I feel like we've not had enough time, but uh, we don't really no, want to... well,
2: I hope we can get you guys on one of my live shows again soon. It was really nice that you dropped in the other week. So, yeah, yeah you're to. more than welcome again. There's, there's lots to discuss always. I'm a d- bit disappointed you didn't give me any hostile questions or, you know... <laughs> but we tried. We, 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 yeah, no, they were very, very, very
1: good questions. <laughs> oh, Thank I've, you got, so I've got a list here, but we will uh, oh,
0: I'll, so, tell, you, I'll uh, tell you what, Dan, I was watching your live stream yeah. the other night and you had the cologne podcast guys on aren't they lovely fellas aren't they great
2: they are they are brilliant yeah they're very very nice and uh yeah they should do youtube too because they looked great on you know they had a really good setup they've got a youtube channel to be fair. Uh, they, they have, they yes. Have. Yeah. But I don't think they do. I think so far it's mainly just the audio from the podcast. Yeah, they just basically uh, they, but...
1: they record some of the videos for the some of it and they just sort of share that on YouTube. So they've not yes, included any yeah. in YouTube content, sort of pure YouTube content. No, therapy.
2: but I think they should. Yeah, no, they, they seem really good. Yeah, you're, you're rivals, I guess, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> the
1: rivals. Well, they talking
2: about,
0: about those guys, um, I, Steve, I... I've got a bone to pick with you because I, I listened to your interview that you did. You went on the Cologne podcast like a traitor, I did, yeah, and you sounded way better
1: than you do on our podcast. I was like, "Who's that guy? Who is that? beautiful silky voice?" I think, I think they edited it quite a bit. Yeah, I think they uh, they sort of. I think those guys are videographers. So I think they did did wonders. I think they improved yeah. my voice. I I, I think they. Edited out a lot of pauses and, right. and mumblings to be honest. So they made me sound a lot more co- more coherent and fluid as well. So I think they uh they, they did me a good on that yeah, one. So thank you. Thanks, you guys. did sound like you, you knew what you were talking about, actually, on the, on the <laughs> yeah, which is a fucking miracle. Yeah. Alright, boys. Um,
0: shall we shall we end this thing? Um it's yeah. been it's been lovely to speak to you both. Thank you very much, and uh thank you for listening, geeks. We'll be here for you next week. Have a week, geeks. Bye.
2: Bye. <laughs> Thank you.